Purpose peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, where we feature phenomenal women of faith in business. I am your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and chief connector at Black Girls of Purpose. And if you're listening to this, you're catching one of our episodes in Rewind. That is an episode that we had from a previous season that we have replayed. Um, So I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that it's encouraging to you and that you'll share it with a friend. So without further ado, let's get into it. So today's passage of scripture actually comes from Isaiah 54. I'm going to read 1 through 10, and then I'll tell you what our focus verse is for the day. But verse 1 reads, Sing, O barren one who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent, and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will people the desolate cities. Verse 4. Fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth, and the reproach of your widowhood you will remember no more. For your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. The God of the whole earth he is called. For the Lord has called you like a wife deserted and grieved in spirit, like a wife of youth when she is cast off, says your God. For a brief moment I deserted you, but with great compassion I will gather you. In overflowing anger for a moment I hid my faith from you, but with everlasting love I will have compassion on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. This is like the days of Noah to me, as I swore to the waters of Noah, should no more go over the earth. So I have sworn that I will not be angry with you and will not rebuke you. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you. And my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. So that was, again, Isaiah 54, verses 1 through 10. And when I read that, y'all, it just feels like this love letter to God's children. So a little bit of background on the text. In this passage of scripture, God is talking to the Israelites, his favorite people, right? And he is basically reminding them of the season where they were in captivity in Babylon. And if you know that the history of the Israelites, they are disobedient children just like you and me they had a history of believing God to do incredible things and then almost forgetting instantly and saying oh God we should have died in the wilderness what are you doing we were better off in Egypt and all these different things and at one point God wants to wipe them off the face of the earth (laughs) they make a golden idol out of a or they make a calf out of gold because Moses went to the top of the mountain to get commandments from God and they felt like he was taking too long and so they said oh we're just going to make our own idol we're going to worship our own thing and God looks down and he wants to kill them and Moses says no 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 hold on God you don't need to do that. People are going to think you killed them because you can't take them to the promised land. So, you know, you really need to work on your reputation, maintain your reputation. So God says, okay. And then Moses goes down the mountain and sees them worshiping this idol. And then Moses wants to kill them and says, oh, God, just take them out. I can't deal with these people. And then God's the one who says, oh, no, no, no. We have to be gracious to them. And that's just one of many times when the Israelites were acting crazy and acting like they had no faith in God and acting like he had never done anything for them. But as I said before, we can't judge because 
if we look at our lives, we're just like them. So in this particular passage of scripture, God is talking to them and basically saying, hey, I know you've had a rough history with me. I know that you constantly were sinning against me. I know that you were in captivity at one point, that you were trying to bring fruit in a specific area and you weren't producing anything, but that season is coming to an end. I'm doing a new thing. And that in and of itself is a word for me that God is telling us to forget our past because he wants to do a new thing. But there are a few takeaways I got from this passage of scripture, and I'm going to share those with you for today's episode. So the first thing that stuck out to me when I was reading is Isaiah 54 and 1, where it says, Sing, O barren one who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who've not been in labor. Is that word sing? Because when I think about singing, I think about worshiping. And I feel like that's the first thing we have to do when we're expecting God to move is we have to sing. We have to worship him. Because if you are worshiping him, that's almost getting your heart in a position of expectancy where you're saying, God, thank you so much that this is already done. I may not see it in the natural, but spiritually in in eternity, you've already brought this to pass. So thank you, God. I'm going to sing your praise. I'm going to lift your name up higher and higher and higher. And I know for me, as I shared last week, when I was just going through the motions of things, I only realized later that I had stopped worshiping, not at church, but I used to always have praise and worship music playing in my house, or I would just have a song on my heart, or I would listen to it in the car on my way to work, or on my way to the library with my boys, wherever I was going. And over the course of this summer, I wasn't listening to as much worship music. I was just kind of listening to my own thoughts, which is very dangerous. And so Again, going back to this verse in verse one, seeing a barren one who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor, for the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. When I think about that, I just think about worshiping. So that's the first thing you have to do when you are activating your faith and you are expecting God to move. I feel like when you worship, you're showing God, God, I do have an expectation that you're going to do this for me. And just as recently as last week, I turned on some worship music and I was just praising God for this event, for this weekend and just saying, God, I believe if it's your will, you will sell out of this event and we will have sponsorships that cover the cost of everything because you're the one who gave this idea to me. So I worship you, Lord. I praise your name. You're so worthy and you are so holy and you are so righteous and and you are not a man that you should lie or the son of man that you should change your mind. And that brings me to the next thing that I see when it comes to activating our faith is not having fear and deciding that we're going to believe. And that comes out of verse four of this passage, which it says, fear not for you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded for you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood. You will remember no more. Now, when I look at that passage of scripture, something that sticks out to me is not being ashamed. I think so many times when it comes to faith and activating our faith, We want to have the bold and scary faith. If you've been listening to the Mike Todd sermon series from Transformation Church about crazy faith, we want to have that crazy faith, but there's still a part that fears, what if this doesn't work out for me? I went and told everyone that I was starting this business, or I told them I was going to write this book, and now I have to make good on what I said, and what if it's a complete failure? 
what if nobody likes it? And I've had those moments. I really have. I remember when I wrote The Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose, I was doing pre-orders and I wanted 25. I said, if I get 25 pre-orders, I'll be so happy. And I ended up with 50 because we know God's a God who does exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think. But there came a moment while I was signing the books about to ship them out when all of a sudden I said, oh my gosh, I wrote a book and people bought it. What if it's not good? And for a moment, I just stopped signing the books. I was just thinking to myself, okay, no, wait, maybe, maybe there's a way for me to get out of this. But if I've learned anything, y'all, it's something that one of our pastors from New Orleans said all the time. He said, obedience is your job and the outcome is God's. So if you feel like God has put it on your heart to start the business, write the book, launch the ministry, develop the app, whatever the case may be, if you feel like that's something that God has put on your heart to do, then do it. And don't be afraid. And if you're afraid, still do it anyway. I talked to one of my sisters in Christ last week, and I was telling her, it's not about figuring it all out because we don't know. We don't know what we're doing if we're to be honest about it. But God knows everything. And so if we trust him more than our own abilities, then we truly will have our all that we need. So we, we saw that the first thing we have to do is worship if we're going to expect God to move and show him that we expect him to move, we have to worship. The second thing we have to do is not fear. We have to be fearless. And then the third thing that we have to do, y'all, which really, really bless me, is forget the past. We have to forget the past. If you read verse 7 of Isaiah 54, it says, For a brief moment I deserted you, but with great compassion I will gather you. Verse 8, in overflowing anger for a moment I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love I will have compassion on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. Verse 9, this is like the days of Noah to me, as I swore the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so I have sworn that I will not be angry with you and will not rebuke you. And when I talk about forgetting your past, I'm saying forgetting your failures and not the lessons you learn from them, but sometimes because we failed before, it keeps us from trying again. And tying it back to my own testimony, we had a conference in the fall of 2017, and I expected 200 women to attend. I was telling everyone, oh yeah, we're gonna sell out, hurry up and get your tickets. And the kicker was that we, by the time the event, the day of the event, we only had sold 15 tickets and I had room for 200 women. And I remember circling up and praying with our volunteers and just saying, whatever God wants to do, he's gonna do. And I don't know who's coming in here, but I know that he's intentional and nothing is wasted. So let's just work on making it the best possible experience we can. And when it was all said and done, we had 75 women attend that conference. And they were of all ages. We had girls ages 12, 14, 15, all the way up to women ages 31, 32. And at the end of the day, y'all, we still owed money. I'm not going to lie to you. We did. And that did something to me because I remember looking at God saying, you're the one who told me to hold this conference. Why, why am I in debt behind it? That doesn't make any sense to me. But... I said before, obedience is our job and the outcomes is God's. So even though we owed money by the end of the year, he had paid off everything. And he, he did it in a creative way through ticket sales or people who just 
donated money out of the kindness of their heart or people who had actually sponsored tickets so that the cost of people who just came and showed up was actually covered. I mean, he does amazing things and I'm just learning not to allow that fear of failure, a fear of, oh man, we're going to be in debt again behind another event that God told me to do, cause me to not walk in faith. I can't do it. He's been too good to me. He's the same God who continues to supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And so even when I don't understand, even when things don't look the way that I think they should look, even when the ticket sales don't come as quickly as I thought they would, even when we don't get the sponsors that I thought we were going to get, I take all of it as a lesson. And I say, God, what do you want to show me through this? Do I need to plan more in advance? Are there people that I should be partnering with? Do I need to have vendor tables? Tell me how you want the experience to be. And all of these things, all these lessons have really been blessing me. So in review, if you're looking to activate your faith, you have to do three things. First, you have to sing which represents worshiping and saying, God, I know you're going to move on this. The second, you have to decide you're going to be fearless. And the third thing you have to do is that you have to forget your past and move forward into what God is calling you to do. So whether that's a past failure or whether that's even a past success, sometimes we get so caught up in the success that we've experienced before that we think, oh God, there's no way that you can match that. And so Whatever it is for you, whichever of those three things you need to do, I'll be praying with you. Please email me your prayer request, Bree, B-R-I-E, at blackgirlsofpurpose.org. You can also join our email list, blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash join, and you can send your prayer request to me that way. But I just want everyone who's listening to this to activate their faith. And I do. So if this episode was helpful for you, if you have questions, feel free to post on our Instagram feed at Black Girls with Purpose, and we will be connecting with you over there. But I thank y'all so much for listening, and I hope you have an awesome week. All right, Purpose Peeps, that's it for this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do one of three things for me. First, post a screenshot and key takeaway on your Instagram story and tag us at Black Girls of Purpose so we can repost you. Second, if you think someone would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And then third, please leave a review so we can continue to reach a lot of people with this podcast. It is such a pleasure to come to you guys each and every week, and I'm so looking forward to continuing to grow our community. I'll talk to you next week.